Welcome back, everyone, to episode four of Calling It a Day with Chloe and Cleo. Laughing because this is not our first take at this intro. It's been rough. It's been a rough day, but we're here. We're persevering. We are going to stay on schedule. And, um, you know, we're recording our fourth episode, which means we've been doing this for about a month. So if you're still here and listening, thank you for being a real one, for sticking it through, even if episode two was as long as a documentary. <laughs> um, and yeah, today we wanted to talk about specifically the world of YouTube. Um, we spend a lot of time watching content constantly throughout the day, especially now that we're working from home, doing that multitasking and... Cleo and I have found out from living together that we kind of watch a lot of the same stuff within like a similar time period without even realizing it. So kind of want to talk about what we like to watch, um, just all that there's out there. And of course, we wanted to give a huge shout out to our long gone account, Purple Eggplants. And Cleo had a couple as well, but I'll let her get into that. Yeah, but to start off with purple eggplants, we don't know why we chose that name. Maybe we just... Oh, if you heard in episode three, my sister thought that eggplants were a super fruit. So maybe, maybe that's where it came from. I have no idea. It was such a random channel name and we only ever posted one video on it. Barbie High School. It was, yeah, it was, it was our <laughs> attempt to get famous, but without revealing our faces because our parents have always like taught us to be pretty low-key and keep our identity safe and we couldn't do a video where we are in front of the camera and just talking and that's why this podcast is so fitting no faces revealed um and we also went under the aliases of april and june because as you would guess or not our birthdays are in april and june and they are real I guess like girl names so yes we were april and june trying to make it big on purple eggplants and basically what we did was we came up with this script for our barbie characters and then we acted it out um on this like corner of our stairwell and we thought this was like a plus content like this is what was gonna just shoot up to the front of the trending page even though back then obviously there was no trending page obviously yeah this was like <laughs> back in the day like super og content but now for some reason like i have no idea where that channel went because i keep looking it up and i cannot find it well i'm pretty sure we made it hidden because we didn't want other people to find it because wasn't there one time where one of our friends found it and asked us about it and it was like the most horrifying experience and then we made it private wait i i feel like you completely made that up really i feel like that was very real no or maybe we deactivated the account because there's definitely no need for it (sighs) i feel like we need to bring it back but i yeah i cannot find it so if you guys find it let us know because i would love to rewatch that video but it's probably the cringiest thing ever and i'm pretty sure you could see our hands like holding the barbies on the bottom as we're using high-pitched voices to enact this barbie high school yeah and it was shot on like a maybe two megapixel camera because back then we didn't have like smartphones or anything like that so very high quality production just all around as you could imagine 
yeah, that channel lasted about one episode or one video. Um, but Cleo had a slightly more successful account on her own end. I actually had many. I was already out here trying to diversify my ad revenue streams. <laughs> Gotta hit that 100k subscribers. Yeah, so I... So my first YouTube channel started off for my love of the singer named JoJo. Mm, it's mm. too little too late. Too little too late. I loved her and I loved her music. And so what I would do is I would download her song and then on Windows Movie Maker just slap maybe a hundred photos of her and then put transitions between each one until the song was over and then i posted it and i was like yeah this is what the people need and then i slowly transitioned graduated my content i would download again please do not ask me why this is how i spent my time i would download different clips from like disney channel shows from these like fan accounts on the internet i would download these clips and then again just compile them windows movie maker to another random like hannah montana song and then i would upload it onto youtube and then in the description i would just say please don't take this down no (laughs) copyright (laughs) yeah i was like no copyright use intended (laughs) i do remember that (laughs) because i was like i was did you get any views on these um let me check because i didn't know about this essentially collage of (laughs) celebrity photos that you made yeah so my first video i posted was 13 years ago um you had a vision i had a vision the first one, I, whoa, I did a more low-key JoJo song. It was Baby It's You. Mm. Had 348 views. Not awful, not great. I mean, <laughs> over 13 years, not horrible. Um, and then my second one was Leave. Mm, great song. Did you do the parentheses, get Cor- out? Correct. You must. Correct. <laughs> Leave, you gonna have someone find your video. Yes, exactly. Um, guess how many views that got? Also, it was 13 years ago. I'm gonna guess, like, a little under 1,000 false 10,000 oh wow yeah wow my channel is growing at zero subscribers rates. though so no ad revenue false i have <gasps> i have i have subscribers on this old channel oh how many i guess like 200 max oh okay very optimistic i have 47 <laughs> all right <laughs> and then oh and then my third video was this like the stupid stupid fake story i made off of random stories i found on the internet my fourth video was a Hannah Montana compilation, and then I just started, you know, going off the walls with my content. Towards the latter end of my channel journey, I would, I, I was very tech savvy as a child. I downloaded this screen recording software, and I recorded myself playing games off of like mini clip. So you were the OG streamer, is what you're trying to say? Like you were there before Twitch existed, and these other people were making videos or i guess before pewdiepie man you were there before him i was and one of my videos was me playing this really stupid like surgery game on like some random game channel or game website and i uploaded this in 2008 and my my video description says this game i played dot 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 i know i suck Sorry about the noise in the back, dot dot, if you can hear it. Don't forget to rate and comment. (laughs) 
You have to believe in yourself. Yeah, except I'm, I guess how many views I got on this one. This was my most popular it's video. It's very hard to guess because these data points have no patterns <laughs> to them. I'm going to guess if your other one was 10,000, I don't know, 50,000? 130,000 views. That's actually pretty wild. I know. But my like and dislike ratio is horrible. <laughs> okay, I only got 57 likes. 33 dislikes. People are very mean on the internet. I'm like, why? 2008? I'm like, how old was I? Like, I was 10? Oh my gosh, you were only like 10 or 11. Yeah, I was 10. They're trying to bully me with those 33 dislikes. I had no idea that you uploaded that many videos. The only one that I really remember was, and I guess I'm kind of giving a reveal into perhaps your other channel, but I think you made one where you provided like a lyric video of a good song and you said that one had like 100k views and that's the only one i really knew about no wait no that never happened oh no i had 100k views on <laughs> again this was on a different channel and me trying to download illegal content off the internet and then upload it i was a fan and i know god say you are too because we were both mutual fans of this now defunct band called girlicious oh <laughs> Oh my goodness, I just resisted the urge to sing there. <laughs> They're a very catchy song, but um, yes. I don't think anybody wants to hear that. I don't think anybody even knows who Girlicious is, but if you happened to watch the show, <laughs> like, finding the next, like, Pussycat Doll or something on CW11, then you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, but I uploaded their music video, their first ever music video, I'm not going to say the name of their song because I don't want you guys to find my channel. Or I, that video. It was, no, it was like the official music video. So you took their video and uploaded it? Yes. And I claimed it as official video, <gasps> high quality. And I have 120,000 views on it. And it hasn't gone taken down? <laughs> no. I mean, their band is over, so. But that just shows how, <laughs> how uh, I guess, small of a band they are that they're not even going to care enough that someone's trying to just milk their entire music video how did you this goes i mean clearly i don't know anything about content creating how did you take their entire video i found it online and i downloaded it oh i see i see and then i published this again 2008 i was 10 i said i do not own this video the credit goes to whoever it goes to (laughs) (laughs) wait but the fact that there's 120k people who chose to go to your video over the official one, which clearly would have popped up on top when they searched for it. I mean, that was is, your five minutes of fame, I think. I mean, I had a better like to like, like to dislike ratio on this one. I also posted the lyrics into my description. So then when people were looking up the song, this video would be the first thing to show up. Basically, I was a freaking hustler when I was 10. But the comments are very positive. I mean, obviously, it's from a decade ago. Um, <laughs> some people were like, love it. Some people said, wow, good quality. And then oh, a year ago, someone said, I've been looking for this song for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I just found it finally. Like, heart eyes emojis, heart, heart, 100, 100, 100. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's some interesting people on the internet. Um, yeah, so that was my other other account. Um so when did you stop uploading on your own accounts? Uh, let's see. Let me see when my last one was. 
for blank account. You guys won't find account. it. <laughs> oh, it was eleven years ago. Oh, okay. Short lived. Short lived, but good for you. Honestly, I feel like a lot of the OG YouTubers that we see now that are pretty big started about nine to twelve years ago. Like they probably had a few years of drag and like not much going on, but that really was the OG. You could have been it, but again. Parentals probably would not have let you live out that dream. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, I think I'm ready to, you know, put myself out there. And my mom was like, what? Absolutely not. You're literally 10. And then I was like, you don't understand me. And then we started Purple Egg Plants. (laughs) But yes, our love for YouTube started at a very young age. Now we are just pure consumers. We are not content creators. Um, speak for yourself. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, we should probably plug Cleo's videos, her little covers of um, songs, because she sings and plays guitar, everybody. Um, she, okay, not a little channel. <laughs> Just kidding. I actually um, forgot about that. I know, that. I'm like, wow, Whoops. obviously you don't watch anything I post. I actually meant to promote your video on my profile, not that anyone, like, not that I'm an influencer of any sorts, but... Because you're not a certified person, I couldn't just, like, link the YouTube. Or, sorry, because I'm not a certified account on Instagram. I can't, like, just link a video. So, I don't really know how I would go about sharing it because... Yeah, basically, you're fake. But, I mean, I do sing sometimes and post videos sometimes. Anyways, from that aside, we kind of want to go into talking about who we like to watch. um, And... The main thing I wanted to bring up first was my intense love for ASMR. Um, I found out about ASMR, I would say, maybe junior year, year of college. It was like a trend that was going around. And so like non-ASMR people were trying it out. Like makeup gurus be like, oh, I'm going to try ASMR. Like, get ready with me. And I'd be like, what the heck is ASMR? So then I looked it up, and then, oh frick, fell into a deep, deep, deep hole of which I have yet to crawl out of. Isn't it quite therapeutic, though? Like, don't people use it as ways to, like, calm down or fall asleep or, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a thousand percent, that's what it's for. Sometimes, kind of creepy, not gonna lie, but I feel like I go for the non-creepy ones, like my favorite asmr artist on youtube her name is gentle whispers or is it gentle whispering i don't remember whatever her name's maria fantastic she's an artist for sure like insane i mean maybe you get creeped out i don't know but you can go for the more benign ones she has one called taps for your naps of which she taps on random objects kind of like but better sounding than what I just did. What does ASMR stand for again? It's like auto sensory. <laughs> I think um, that's pretty close. It means it sound or it stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. Mm. So basically, some people get a tingly feeling when they listen to certain sounds. Oh, weird. So like, I guess the closest thing I can describe is if you've ever had a head scratcher like go on your head like those like metal ones that look like someone like cut off a whisk too early um 
and you put on your head and you get like the tingles down your back Mm -hmm. some people get that feeling just by listening to noises so do you listen to it to fall asleep or like when do you listen to it when you're just working trying to relax yeah i mean i usually listen to it at night but back in college when i was studying i would just listen to it when i was studying and people would be like why though i mean if it's really calming then i can see how like it helps you focus on studying but it doesn't really i just like it i just like when people go like hey but mm-mm, there's some there's some weirdos out there some low quality asmr artists that like freaking just eat their lunch next to the mic <laughs> and they're like this is my salad and i'm like this is not asmr stop just eating your freaking seaweed salad next to the mic and like calling it a day and then being like yep i'm gonna monetize this now hey they're trying to shoot their shot all right Mm -mm, i'm like unshoot that shot that's just disrespectful and then there's also some like weirdo like more role play ones okay no thank you let's (laughs) (laughs) we're 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 straying off the path um but yes love asmr youtube channels what about you kate I have always been in kind of like the lifestyle region of content. My whole list of subscriptions is like 50% like beauty gurus and influencers and people who just like share their life and vlog all the time. I used to follow a few more family vlogs, but as I've gotten older, like unfortunately, that content is less interesting to me. Um, Wait, I feel like that is ironic. I felt like it would be the other way around. That's actually true. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like maybe because the kids of of the families have gotten older, I just haven't watched them as much because, like, I loved watching when they had, like, cute little babies or, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't actually subscribe to that many people, I realize, so I am very dependent on a few content creators. And the problem is I'm trying to get out of my hole and I'm trying to diversify the content that I watch But as you know how, you know, social media works, everything that's on my explore page and my homepage is like just more of the same stuff that I watch. So I did have a phase where I was listening to like, not listening, but I'd watch like chiropractor videos. Oh yeah. That's kind of along the same stream of ASMR and I was listening because you had your chiro appointments and I was curious as to like what it's like because I've never gone and it's quite therapeutic but then i watched enough where i was like okay this is kind of creepy and a lot of times it'd be like this man cairo like helping these like young females and all the comments were just very like uncomfortable so i was like i'm just gonna stop watching i feel like you're watching the wrong one i'm like these are like 30 minute videos of like are you sure you were on youtube (laughs) i was very i not i'm not aware of any creepy chiropractor (laughs) websites but anyways yes i watch a lot of like vlogs which is quite honestly i don't want to say a waste of time but i'm watching people do stuff when i should be doing stuff like i love watching people do vlogs of like living room or home makeovers or like cleaning up the kitchen or like things with um those time lapses i love that but then i'm like i should be doing this why am i just sitting here watching someone do it and they don't know i exist and like they're getting way too much money just doing like housework and like recording it and i don't want to i don't want to want to dwindle down their work like they do some top-notch recording behind the scenes but 
Yeah, I'm trying to get out of my little bubble. And into ASMR. Maybe. I might I might take a look now that you have brought it up, but um, another bit of, I guess, different content that I listen to or watch that you hate is like all of my Cantonese vlogs and videos and content creators. Because what I told myself was, if I'm going to waste so much time watching YouTube and watching people do nothing, I might as well be improving my Chinese while I'm doing that. So I went on a hunt for Cantonese content creators, not Mandarin, Cantonese. And I worked hard to find a few that I like because I don't, I don't know, some of them I just don't vibe with. And yeah, I put that on a lot and you, you absolutely hate it. I just don't. I don't love it. Not that I don't like my culture, people, but I'm just like, dude, I hear enough Cantonese now. I don't know why you're watching these, like, randos live their, like, canto lives, but I mean, no judgment. I think when I was in middle school was the height of my YouTube love. Like, I was so, I was very stereotypical. I was all about the bub's beauty, all about the Wong Fu Productions, like in middle school i went with my like asian friend squad and waited in line for hours to meet wong fu productions um i think kev jumbo was there and then also far east movement at a verizon wireless store don't ask me why they held their meet and greet there but i went and i was like so excited and like i remember i bought a new shirt that i brought back from hong kong that i thought was like super cute and I curled my hair a certain way, which was new because I never done my hair before. And I was just like waiting in there wearing my like really like cheapo looking Nike high tops. Um, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm stunned. I was like in middle school. And then when we got to the front of the line and I saw Wes, he said, I like your shirt. And I was like, <laughs> I literally choked. And then I think that was when my life peaked and now it's just gone downhill since then. And then afterwards we like waited outside for everyone to leave and for them to come out. And then we like accosted Far East Movement for pictures. Um, But yeah, that was the height of my YouTube phase. Like I would watch Wong Fu Productions like nobody's business. I would watch every Bob's Beauty video. I bought her t-shirts. I went to her meet and greet in Hong Kong. I like was part of the crowd like ran after her and at one point i got so close to her i touched her arm wow but it was really sad because you have that one photo where (laughs) it's a photo of cleo and bubs but there's a freaking balloon (laughs) blocking her face her as in bubs so there's no real evidence that cleo was next to her it's just cleo looking very very happy in a balloon covering this person's face yeah i was like what literally the moment I took the photo, a balloon, like, was released into the air and floated right in front of her face, but then I didn't have time to, like, retake it, obviously, because she was, like, swept away by someone else, and then, uh, yeah, that photo forever haunts me, because I'm like, in retrospect, I should have taken a video, so then at least you could have captured something, but no, it's just me and a random balloon lady. I mean, you could have... I mean, you couldn't have known, and, like, whoever was taking the photo should have known to take multiple, but anyway, that's a whole other conversation. I don't think I've gone so far to, like, meet any content creators, but I do support a few of the smaller ones who have, like, side businesses and stuff. Um, I don't know. There's, like, some. I'm looking through my list. I 
I subscribe like somewhat random things that people might not expect, like Key and Peel. That's some good stuff occasionally. Um, I subscribe to like Kyle Hanagami because if I could have like one talent, it would be to be an amazing dancer and their videos are just, yeah, spectacular. So I love watching those. But other than that, it's just like a bunch of different girls that do makeup and vlog their life and have lifestyle stuff. So, I mean, not too interesting on my end. I I know there's like a lot out there. Like there's the videos where literally everything. There's been this wave of like Among Us videos where people like stream their Among Us game or it's like Among Us, but I'm always the first to get killed. Like, stuff like that. Among us, but I'm depressed. I'm just kidding. Um, I was gonna say, like, speaking of, like, random weird content, there was a phase of my life where I would watch... I don't even know if I should say this. <laughs> I would watch corn removal videos. Like, <laughs> Is this, this when... <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I won't expose you. When I had my own foot problem dark times but there's this one podiatrist wow incredible bedside manner she was so friendly and calming and she would just really get in there she knew her stuff she dug for gold that sounds like those pimple extraction or like blackhead extraction videos i can't get myself to watch but i know some people are really into that yeah that's like some good stuff i although i stopped because i like got over it and there's only so many of those out there and eventually i you're just like rewatching them <laughs> yeah i like had watched all the good ones so then i was like mm, maybe it's time to you know move on does it like pop out or is it just like a good dig and it kind of scoop it out yeah see you would know if you watch those videos yeah, I don't yourself think i'll ever watch i i saw enough of yours yep um no it doesn't it doesn't like squirt it's it's like a hard ball of skin. Oh, yeah, but does it like fall out or is it like a? No, she has to like scoop. She has to scoop. Oh. But it's some good stuff. It's some good stuff. Um, you're constantly streaming content. It really amazes me. I mean, because you like have really hard work to do, but you also just multitask. But not only that, that you can multitask, but like you're constantly just watching something. Whereas I think I'm a little too. Like, I play it safe. I could be a lot more open-minded, but I stick to, like, the people I subscribe to. And if there's, like, something on my Explore page, like, I don't often click on those. And then I run out of content so fast, even though there's so much out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I do usually just stick with the people I subscribe to. But, yeah, I am constantly watching stuff just because I need something to keep my mind, like, preoccupied. So I always need to be, like either like listening to something or watching something because otherwise i feel like it feels i just feel like it's a missed opportunity to be consuming stuff because i'm like i don't want to like dedicate some hours of my day to watch this i might as well just watch it while i'm like doing work i have to do so then it saves me some time um but i mean i know we both really like watching you know for example gen m yes best dressed yes it's very very typical you know very like, basic extremely us. priced in i mean how can we not mention whaley dude but you don't watch whaley but you're like the best you're like the most loyal whaley stan out there yeah i can't tell if that many people know her like she seems very niche especially for all the guys listening they're like what's going on like they're probably out here watching like 
sport recaps and like how to build your own keyboard and computer and like new car reviews and this is totally profiling based on like alvin's feed i was gonna say i was like very stereotyping but tell me i'm wrong what do you guys watch i mean i'm trying to think what norman would watch he they watch like people playing league they watch well not so much anymore i think they've gone through past that phase no norman is still in that phase oh okay. he just watches like streams and like recaps and that the whole day yeah there's just so much out there that i don't even know where to begin but but if some you people could... don't watch youtube like some people can't i don't know they they rather watch like a show that they can constantly go to or like something with like a plot or like hulu or just like other I don't know, Netflix and different content. Because some people just don't seem to enjoy, like, the short snippets of videos. Yeah, which I don't get because I like YouTube. But I also do feel like it's definitely changed over the years. Mm, For the better, for the worse. Probably for the worse, to be honest. I think it's gotten more real. And again, this is more in the lifestyle arena. Some people probably just never watch vlogs and stuff about people kind of like sharing their lives with their subscribers but i feel like in the beginning it was very picture perfect like everyone would try to be this i don't know like this cookie cutter influencer that had so much interesting stuff going on that was friends with everyone but then over time i feel like the people grew up with the platform and they started being more real and like sharing their problems and things they actually go through um So I think that was when I got interested again. Because there was a point in time where I'm like, okay, like, we get it. You're perfect. But it was almost, not boring, but it was like, this is obviously just a facade that you're showing us, like, the highlights of your life. But then when people started becoming more real, I was like, okay, like, I can buy into this. And I think I got a second wind of enjoying that kind of content. Would you ever want to be a YouTuber? I mean, my friends always make fun of me because I'm about three years due for a vlog of when we went to Europe. Um, I don't think I have, like, that eye for that, like, cinematic experience, and I'm not the best at editing, probably. Um, like, Cleo knows, like, I hate repetitive stuff, so to watch the same content over and over again and to edit that, I don't know if I could do it. Um, and I'm also a pretty low profile person like there's not a ton that i share with just like the public like i don't post any crazy like facebook statuses or instagram stories that really reveal what's going on in the depths of my life so i think it would be hard to be a youtuber in that sense in in the genre that i'm thinking of like lifestyle beauty right because i'm not going to be out here like streaming me playing among us so (laughs) And I'm not going to be showing people, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to be a yoga instructor online or... Yeah, you can't even touch your toes. Speak for yourself. I can touch my toes. Anyways, in terms of, like, the content I'm thinking of, I don't think I could be a YouTube creator. I don't know. I just like being behind the scenes. Like, nothing that would actually, like, show my face, you know? It's probably for the better. Anyways. That's why you worked in the back at Hollister. Um, that was by (laughs) choice. I was like... They call them models, which I think is just so awful. But yeah, I was like, um, I'm going to apply to be in the back because I just, again, 
And they're like, yes, thank you. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, YouTube is very, I think I realized that maybe we're just too stuck in like the same corner of YouTube. I mean, right now I don't really watch the same stuff I used to watch. I watch mainly for like the recaps from like last week tonight um, or like the daily show with Trevor Noah for more like recaps on what happened this past week and like things I should be paying attention to in the news because because I make it funny it's so much more digestible for me if it was just the regular news I'd get so freaking bummed out all the time because it's just so sad and negative but because they try to make it funny then I pay attention more um so that's kind of what i've been watching more so than other stuff but i also feel like there's actually so much content out there to teach you how to do things and i'm like i feel like maybe i should just watch more videos that are like instructive rather than just regurgitations of like an influencer's day in my life although i mean it is fun to watch those sometimes but i'm just trying to kind of shift the content i'm consuming to be slightly more edifying if possible but it's kind of hard yeah i tell myself that a lot too because again i'm like why am i wasting so much time consuming content that doesn't really add any value or like knowledge which is again why i try to watch like cantonese videos so i can at least be picking up on like the captions that are there and i can like practice my reading or just my listening but I feel like YouTube for me is just a way to unwind. Like I love like watching lookbooks after a long day. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. And I could use it for news, but I can't get myself to do it. And do you think watching instructional videos is actually beneficial if you're not like partaking in it? It's like if they're showing you how to, I can't think of anything. If they're showing you how to do a cartwheel, like are you going to be practicing that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you're just watching someone do a cartwheel so i mean i wouldn't look up <laughs> how to do a cartwheel but i don't know i feel like there's just so much stuff out there like for example i mentioned i think in a previous episode that i'm like really into formula one so now i watch like a lot more formula one videos and it's just like cool to learn about kind of like what goes into a team like how hard it is to actually drive it like the g-forces behind it and like how just like all that stuff and i'm like wow i feel like now i know something whereas if i walk away watching like a random what i ate in a week i'm like mm, well, that's true well now i know you ate some rice cakes this week <laughs> that's true why do we like those videos so much or why do i like those videos so much but that could be because i enjoy cooking so i love like getting maybe some inspiration for what people eat although sometimes they just like repeat all their meals i'm like this is not interesting um but i think that goes back to what you're saying about like you really love like not really love learning that's very cheesy but you always want your mind to be engaged and to be consuming content and more specifically like knowledge so it can feel like we're not really doing anything we're watching other videos but if you think of how much time people spend on sports for example like they don't necessarily get anything out of watching a seahawks game but maybe like they're playing football in their own time or something but i don't know sometimes you can just do things because you enjoy them no yeah a thousand percent i mean i watch like trash stuff all the time but then i'm just trying to be a bit more mindful 
because I'm like always consuming content. So I'm like, I can't just be trash 100% of the time. Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah, and one last, one last thing. In quarantine, I found myself watching a lot more podcasts. Oh, interesting. I'm a much more visual person. So if there's like a video podcast, I'll watch that rather than listen to it on Spotify. Because I just like seeing them, you know, seeing them talk. Um, So that's actually something I've been starting to do, you know, in the theme of, you know, podcasts and the fact that this is a podcast. But ironic because we're not filming (laughs) someone actually told me that earlier today that they're like very visual and they don't usually listen to podcasts because they like seeing like you said everything in front of them i don't know if we would ever venture out to like recording our podcast both audio and visuals probably not it would just be so much work for me to have to edit and plus the fact that we have to look freaking cute Right. Like, right now I'm we like, look like freaking I'm like freaking angles. Yeah. <laughs> we look not great. I have a you fat really pimple. don't want to see like what's like I'm looking around right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness we're not recording. So that's just a whole nother step, but yeah. Just just picture our faces since <laughs> this is not a video podcast. But yeah, that's something I've been watching a lot. Because that one I can just have up on like my other screen for work or something and then just like work while I'm like listening to it and not actually having to look at the video. So that's been cool. But um yeah. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add? I feel like your last thing should be plugging your own channel. Oh. I mean we already talked about it and the fact that you don't watch my videos, so that's not a it's not a huge draw for the listeners. <laughs> but yeah, I mean sometimes I post covers when I have time and feel like it and when I feel inspired enough by my my muses, Billie Eilish and Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. Um, but yeah, I think with that, we can call it a day. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.